So let, let, let can we make a rule then? So yeah, if the name of the movie is the guy you're trying to kill, don't try it. Don't try. It. <laughs> Let's write if that it's down. Title after him. If it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who's gonna win? You, Probably fucking Deadpool. <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 34th episode of According to Alan. Uh, thanks for listening. I am joined, as always, with uh, the part two of the dynamic duo. The one and only Josh JVD. Van Dyke. JVD. I think I feel like I need a nickname. JVD is a good one. It's a good one. Jack White's a good one. Jack White. I just don't feel like it's really... It really, it really hammers it home, though, the Jack White. No. I don't think people understand it, and we've always got to explain why. I remember Sizzle came up with the dude. The dude It didn't, didn't really stick, though. No, you it know? didn't. You can't force a nickname. No, you I, and, can't. I, and you can't pick your own. So no. the ball's in everybody else's court to find me a nickname. As a guy who loves giving people nicknames, like Sizzles in particular, uh, yeah, you gotta, you got to let that happen. I've never had a nickname. It'll come naturally. Hmm. Well, I mean, I got Flash, but that hasn't stuck by anybody other than me. No, and I don't think anybody really understands that either. No, um, and it's a it's a distant it's a distant it's a cousin distant. it's a distant cousin nickname. Yeah, it, Barry Allen Allen Miskowski is yeah. a real tough kind of get together. Uh, but somehow it worked in my head, and here we are. It, yeah, and you've been the Flash for years, <laughs> <laughs> for at least a year, right? I don't know how long well, ago since, did, I, well, did dude, I give you that Flash? You know what? For watch. a second there, I felt like we've been doing this for a year and a half. That's scary. <laughs> I, for some reason, thought football season was over. We, we've been a year and a half out of the football season. No. That's how long ago that feels. No. Holy shit. You got until, when does it start? October? It starts in no, August. August. And, and then to October. October. Yeah. So it's been since like October 28th since we've not done that anymore. Isn't That's that weird? Insane. That feels like 10 years ago. Holy shit. That's awesome. But at the same time, it also feels like it's like time is crawling. Time is it's crawling. It's so weird. It's yeah. fast and slow at the same time. So, yeah, absolutely. It, it does. It like it feels like... Every, I don't even know how to explain it. You know what? The best way to explain it is it feels like there's not enough time in the day right now. Oh, yeah. It feels I, like you run out of hours. Project after project and conversation after conversation. and It's awesome. It's a whirlwind, but it's amazing. <sighs> Intense. And, if you've been uh, paying attention on other stuff that we've done, I know we did a Facebook Live yesterday with Mike, our intern, A.C. Slater. Um, I mentioned that we will be uh, – I'm expecting a kid within the next – You know, my, my wife's due date was tomorrow. is tomorrow. I'm just waiting for Amber to yell down the stairs, it's time, It's time, man. which would be a great podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm expecting that to be happening any minute now. Just and know if we got to cut it short, that's why. No, we'll just we'll take it on the road. Oh. Just get ready to make this thing mobile. We'll be in That's the it. We'll record room. the rest on the cell phone. It might sound a little different, yeah. but uh, Andrew Kanais wrote on uh, Facebook yesterday. Um, the biggest question in Northwest Indiana is: Will Alan Muskowski go Facebook Live for his wife's uh, birth? Oh. <laughs> What's the answer? No. Okay. Don't expect it, but maybe. Yeah, or it's Kanise. My bad. Um, but yeah, he uh, he's a uh, he's a really good guy. That's we met, funny. We met this week, and uh, it was yeah, it was funny to see. And then I saw some people laughing at it, and so I'm sure I've been realizing to like recently that um, I think you know how you felt about the uh, 
the which is coming back today okay. about the movie review. Yeah, which is coming back. Josh explains movies is coming back today. I'm doing I'm doing one more. Yeah, okay, just to see how it goes. Um, I'm I'm starting to realize that I'm not exactly excited about my public perception. Okay, why? Can because we context. Yeah, I when I, when we stopped over by uh, um, Pacro. Okay, uh, Dave over there called me the Ryan Seacrest of craft brewery. Oh my god! <laughs> and I don't think I want to be that. <laughs> the Ryan Seacrest. First of all, I'm oh at least god. five inches taller than that guy. <laughs> Second of all, he's pretty like superficial. Yeah, and so it makes me feel like a dick. Like I don't, I don't in my mind. That's not what I'm trying to do. So who would you like to be of breweries? If it's not <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Of breweries. I like to, one, at one point I like to transcend out of breweries. I would say I love breweries a lot. Um, I like to say it all is going to encompass, including, yeah. that would be like one aspect of it. Um, I would say definitely not Carson Daly, because that's just like a different one. But I at least respect Carson Daly's love for music, mm-hmm. right? Even though it's a little bit, but I'd probably say like <laughs> not not uh what's the name of this show that he did on mtv total request live not trl carson daly but more like late night carson daly i'm i'd be cooler with gotcha 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 does that make sense yeah um but yeah ryan seacrest is not it <laughs> that's not the answer guys. that i can tell you i don't want to be <laughs> oh man and so the uh the, the pretty boy of breweries yeah that's not what i want to be and i'm not i am I, I, like even when i played baseball i remember at one point my coach called me hollywood um, because I just was, I just, I, that's just kind of my personality. Did that nickname stick? No, no. So it was just like a one time, he one, told it, one and done. The reason why he called me Hollywood was because, um, he thought I should have dove for a ball that I didn't dive for. Gotcha. And so that kind of stuck with me that I needed to maybe get my, um, roll my sleeves up a little bit and get mm-hmm. a little more grindy. A little blue collar. A little if you more will. blue collar in yeah. me. And so that's where it kind of sticks. And I think that could be also, and I think that's, I think that is my mentality. Philosophically, I think I'm more white collar than blue collar. Gotcha. I just wish I wasn't. I I I really would like. I still have a lot of blue collar in me, though. I I mean, I do feel like my you got no work, problem my, working. My work ethic is there. It's there. Absolutely. I go hard. In the I paint. see it every day. Yeah. I know that you ain't no sissy. You're all right. <laughs> I've been in fights, listeners. Oh yeah. <laughs> I get scrappy. I can promise. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I like the Ryan Seacrest thing. So I think that was pretty funny. But it um, is. It is funny. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna <laughs> I try to I go was away there from to hear that. that one. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to go away from that. But yeah, this this baby coming pretty crazy. I think the only thing at this point now that we're getting in like before the day of, I'm I'm just praying for like the good health. Yeah. That's really what it it's comes down man. to, it's man. Important. You know, just no third eyes. You know. Or, <sighs> Anything, anything crazy, you know. And I've, I've heard, I've seen like really good people have to deal with like really problematic births, you yeah. know. Yep, yep. And and like the, the, you're living in a hospital for two months, trying to fe- hoping that everything works out. It's like I just really hope that isn't the case. So that's where a lot of my blessings and prayers come from. And anything else is a is a win. Sure. Outside of that, right? Well, you're gonna be fine, man. Everything's gonna go smooth. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I, I I'm really excited. It's it's going to be intense, 
And so uh, I know we've got the nursery done, and I can't take any claim for that. So this might be where the white collar part comes in. Amber took care of all of it. She and I don't think you've seen it yet. Have I haven't you? seen the finished product, but I've been in there a couple times helping her just move stuff. So you up. haven't seen the Brooklyn cursive in gold across the the, the no. wall and all no. the flowers. No. Or did you see the glitter paint job? No, I saw. No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, I, I, I'm starting to come to the realization that no matter what my intentions are, this girl's going to be treated like a princess. Oh, yeah. There's no way around it. No. Um, I think Amber will dress that little girl up to she go to church going every to single day. Spoiled. Yeah, yeah. So that's something to look forward to. So I'll apologize now publicly uh, that for the next 20 years of my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> it's my... <laughs> It's our bad. Anybody that meets Brooklyn in the next 20 years, so we are sorry. <laughs> just go back to this podcast and understand that it's coming from a human place. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, just so, yeah. glitter everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And it's already been everywhere. It's like uh, without even, and I, I don't really frequent strip clubs, but um, dating, you know, dating Amber as long as I have, and now we've been together nine years, I've, I've probably swallowed more glitter sure. in my life. Sure, sure. That I didn't even know what to do with. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'd like take a shower, go somewhere, and I'd have glitter on my face. <laughs> just part of the gig. And at one point, like she had so many shoes that as soon as like when we when we, when she had her condo in particular, and it'd just be everywhere. That like you had to say your prayer at night when there was no lights on that you weren't going to break your ankle because there were so many and they're shoes. all heels. Yeah, of course, that's all she wears. That's what I'm saying. Brooklyn's going to come out with heels on, man. Oh, I can't wait. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's not going to own any other shoes. <laughs> like those like circus freaks that have like the lobster hands already made. She's already going to have feet built for like heels. just boom, ready to go. Yeah, that's funny. So yeah, that's been going on this week. So that's been a lot of craziness. Um, the last week in particular was pretty fun. We went to uh, Wild Roses three year, released that video today, and uh, those guys are awesome there. So I just wanted to give them a shout out pretty quickly about that stuff. And um, they're a great partner for us in the community because they do so much and great music and mm-hmm. great food and great beer. And, and I love those guys. Um, every time I get a chance to talk to Dave, his wife Karen and Kevin, it's awesome. Um, that was a, an exciting one. Uh, and I know we talked about that a little bit of sun- last Sunday, so I won't go too far into that. Yeah. I think an- I think another one that was uh, really uh, was something else I wanted to talk about this week was the St. Jude House. Um, yeah, yeah, fill me in because I did not get to attend that event. Yeah, so the stand up for St. Jude event was uh, yesterday, and um, that is a, f- a yearly fundraiser they do that uh, tries to raise money for their cause, which is an amazing one. You know, anytime you can kind of get behind, you know, stopping domestic abuse, which. It'll never stop. We're human beings, right? But bringing awareness to it's a really important thing. And funding the people that can deal with it the best is an important thing. Absolutely. And so we did a video for them that married law enforcement with their cause. And it was billed on the itinerary as a tribute to law enforcement. Really awesome. Um, I think that it went over pretty well. I know all the officers were really excited about it. Jim... um, Sergeant Jim Poling, mm-hmm. he sent me a message, a Facebook private message today saying, thank you. That was a really great video, and I uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And so that was cool. And then I saw Trike uh, yesterday. He's a Hobart police officer. Um, and he was he was over the hill about it. So, good, good. Um, we, we interviewed five police officers for it. It was fantastic. 
Um, got a round of applause afterward. I know Linda, the executive director for St. Jude, who's also been on our podcast. She's, I told her, don't lie to me. If you like, if, did you like it? She said yes. So I hope that's the truth, and I think that is because I have never had her lie to me before. Right. <laughs> but um, I'm really excited about that, um, and so that was really cool. And we'll release that video. I think people need to see it. Um, it's great. It's a great video. Yeah, Josh Jameson, the producer on that one, killed it. Um, and uh, I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. When we went and did all that stuff, we, we met with Linda. She really wanted to kind of get through there. And we met with Linda and her team, um, Lauren and Val. And it was really cool. Had a great conversation. I've known them for a long time. And we had about a month and a half to put this thing together. And it went up to the day. Mm-hmm. The day of, we were, we were spell checking all the lower thirds. We were making sure the B-roll lit up. Um, and making sure as a whole it was good. We had to change a couple of the stat cards. And then leading up to it, this is the most nerve-wracking it's been for me and and Local 219 Mm -hmm. since the craft beer contest. Really? No doubt. Um, Knowing the video, what it was, and it was, I I mean, I've seen it three times, and I was on the verge of tears all three times at the end. I've now seen it like six. It's emotional, man. It's Dude, when you hear uh, Officer Stewart talking about that final line Mm -hmm. of of the whole thing, it's crazy. Um, But it was like about 10 minutes before you know it, because it's on the itinerary when it was coming. And about 10 minutes before, I got so much anxiety that it was hard. I was like, I even told Martin, I'm like, I've got to get out of this room. I've got to get out of the room. Because if this thing doesn't play... I'm going to fucking kill the audio guy. <laughs> oh, not not me, by the way. The no, other audio the other guy. guy that was there. Like, you talk about anger. People would have seen it. Uh, oh, there would have been no way of hiding it because it's like it, we tried so hard and we only have one shot at it. Yep. You can't. It's not like, oh, the video doesn't work. We'll play it again. It's like, no, like you have one angle at it. And we put so much time and effort into it. Like I said, we interviewed five police officers, um, went place to place, and it was great. But um, I would have killed them. And so leading up to it until it actually started was so nerve-wracking. Mm. So nerve-wracking. Um, but luckily, it went off without a hitch. The event was really cool. And uh, hopefully, uh, I, I got the chance to see a lot of people there last night that I really like, and it was great. And, and uh, a lot of people were very complimentary at what we're doing, so that was cool. Um, I'd say it was about a mixed bag of people who knew what we were doing and people who don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this, though, um, non-competitively, but it just makes me feel good that um, I know that the Good News Network was covering the event and had to see our video last night. That made me feel good. <laughs> That's nice. But I'm competitive, so oh, yeah. I don't know how else to explain that. Um, healthy competition. I don't think it's anything like I'm ready to, like, you know, egg houses. No, or, no, or, no. Or anything like that. But it, it's it's cool. That's um, why we have interns. That's what, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um, I did want to mention that we did launch that series. I know we went on the Facebook Live with Slater yesterday. Um, I was going to try to call Slater and put him on the uh, Oh, that would have been great. Um just to kind of see how it was going. But we did that summer series. It's really fun uh, where we try to pair food and beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really good times. And so um, we had Windmill and Doc's Barbecue was today this week, and it was really cool. And then we've got about 11 more weeks of that series. We do have another series that's going to be locking up, and I will tell you what it means, but I won't tell you how we're going to implement it. If you're a fan of shower beers, <laughs> you're going to enjoy it. The old shower beer. 
I love it. Yeah. I love it. So um, that's kind of what's going on there. And then um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Jeff Shannon talk local. He is the stuntman that came in today. And that was an awesome an awesome time. Yeah. Yeah. From front to back. I oh, mean, my God. The podcast was great. Um, a lot of stories. But we, we literally, I mean, if you can kind of, I'll try to set the scene here. Okay. So we when he showed up, we didn't pre-produce anything. Mm-mm. So we weren't sure what we were going to do with him, but he's a stunt guy. So we were hoping that he was going to be ready to do something. And he was ready. He was willing to do whatever we wanted. So it got to the point to where it was about an hour uh, before we went on for the green room. And then they came up with the skit to punch or to, to kick Slater in the nuts and then punch him back. And then like, well, we'd love to really kind of film a stunt. And ideally it was more for the teaser that it, that's what it was going to be, where we'd have the audio and everything locked in. Yes, sir. And then we were going to try to think about maybe what that would be. And then the idea of hitting him with a car came out <laughs> and having him do that. And he was all for it. Oh, yeah. All for it. Oh, yeah. And so about three quarters through the podcast, it was probably one of the most strangest scenes because normally we have three cameras set up for all these podcasts. And in this situation, around three... For, like we we're trying to end them at forty five minutes because we respect your time, right? <laughs> but uh, around the thirty minute mark, people started coming in the room, tearing down mm-hmm. mid conversation, so they yep. could start setting up the scene out in my street of my subdivision. Yep, which we had five cameras going, and so as soon as we wrapped up the podcast. You were the driver. I was. So you were the one who I had was. to hit him. It was intense, man. It was intense. <laughs> and so we had five cameras set up. You and Slater were in the car. Mm-hmm. And there was, at that point, all of the all of the local 219 staff out there. And people were starting to come out of the houses trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Right. And so we were creating a little bit of a scene. And then we would end up hitting somebody with a car. A spectacle, if you will. Yes. And so what was your... <laughs> what was your uh, all right, so I got to set the scene a little bit further back, too, because one of the things that he said before we even do it is, there is a chance that I could go through your windshield. And that was, like, playing through my head the entire time before this even happened. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, this guy's going to come through my windshield. He's going to be, like, sitting next to us. <laughs> like, this is going to be intense. So we hit him the first time. <laughs> by the way we did it twice yeah yeah that was like my favorite part was we hit him once and he almost went through the windshield and then he rolls off the car and i'm like holy crap that's Dude, awesome sound, i'm like clapping the sound inside the car <laughs> i thought for sure he was going through the windshield and the, i don't know if you saw my face but when jameson was like hey can we do it again i was like oh no yeah when, when jameson's like yeah can we do it one more time i'm like what we're gonna make this oh guy do it again God. and he went harder the second he time he did than he did the first time because like the first time he like hit it and then like just rode it for a little bit and then kind of like slid off the second time he hit it did like a 360 on the hood and then flew off the side like it was it was it was i mean that's that's the shot that you guys saw on the video but yeah. it was intense man it was i've never hit somebody with my car before and i hope i never have to do it again <laughs> and what's funny is when you were driving that car up and we were doing a couple like mm-hmm. like just to see what it would be like kind of shots mm-hmm. i was like well that car's not moving that fast right that's what i was thinking because i think you're going 10 miles an hour he told me to do it at five miles an hour first and then right before we started he said go seven i was like okay seven it is so i got it, it somewhere in between six and eight or it's either six miles an hour to up to ten 
gotcha. somewhere in there. Gotcha. So when he did that, and I'm like, okay, well then maybe it wouldn't. Have, but the, but what was crazy was how much he sold it. Yeah. Because he was like, I mean, dude, he's a pro. Mm-hmm. I mean, you he had it. I mean, there was no doubt about it, and it was one of the most interesting conversations. But it was like, like he almost went limp, and like the legs and the arms moved perfectly to look like he just got blasted by that thing. Like, yeah, he sold it. You're not wrong. Man. No, I mean the cell was crazy, and like, if it would have been me, I would have just like rolled on the hood and like called it a day. Mm-hmm. He threw himself into the windshield. He did. Like his head hit that window so hard. I, you should have. I wish you were in the car listening to it. It was like, boom, right on the. I was like, oh my god, is he okay? It's awesome. And then I feel bad because I'm the one that ran him over. You know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Jesus. That was great. So I want to thank him for coming on the podcast. Yeah, man, that was that was an experience for sure. Yeah, we have one more um, week of the podcast for Talk Local. Um, and I believe Kathleen Zott is coming on, and Martin Alexi will be the guest host because if Baby Brooklyn does not come tomorrow, um, he'll definitely be gone. It'll it'll be Tuesday night. Will be inducing. Yep. And so, and you never know how long it takes. That could be twenty four hours. It could go yep. soon. Yeah. So, so for sure, I will be missing Wednesday for the most part. Um, it just makes sense more to have it, and then we'll be going on a five week hiatus of Talk Local. Yeah. To kind of hit the reset button because we've got a lot of really cool stuff planned, mm-hmm. and we need a little bit of time to get ahead of it mm-hmm. because we're while we are a staff of people who are really working hard and getting a lot of things accomplished. Um, there's only so much time in the day, right? And I think people who are in the industry understand where we're coming from with this. Absolutely, but um, sometimes you gotta hit that reset button. You, you do. Just, you just need some time to figure stuff out because we want to bring you guys the best content that we can. And sometimes we just have to figure out how to do it. Well, we've got three original series that we want to film. Yes. That, that the grind of that Wednesday is a real one on our staff. Yeah. And so what happens? So just to kind of give you a little bit of backdrop of the day, if, if you're interested, I hope you are. But if you are interested, we usually start. A around 11 o'clock mm-hmm. um, and that's when everyone starts showing up to set up so josh you show up to set up all the audio equipment yes um you do your tests you do your sound checks to make sure all that's going good and then usually by 12 15 we have all the people who are coming in to set up all the cameras and so by 12 30 the goal is to be ready to sit down and do the podcast right uh, well green room and then podcast well that's what i mean yeah the 12 30 this room is not the green room no no, correct. This correct. room is the podcast. Yep. And so the guests usually come at 1230. By the time 1230 starts, we're trying to have as little conversation as possible to jump them right into the green room. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right. Because you want it to be raw and you want to capture it. I want it to be the first time in a conversation, which is something we're learning a lot. And I know some of the, some of the guys, uh, some of the guys that are... Like, you know, who want to see it. I, I'm starting to realize there's two aspects of production, and I don't think a lot of people get it. The first aspect is people who who are producers mm-hmm. love it to be as produced as possible. Sure. And there's also a side of it to where, where you really need to ha- capture the moment. Where it doesn't feel scripted, yeah. and it's raw, and it's... You're seeing what's happening. Yes, and I think it's important for this to yeah. keep capturing those moments. Absolutely. And that's what drove me crazy about that skit on the Talk Local right before the green room, right before we did it with Jeff. Because it's just Because even planned. the way that now that we told the camera guy what was coming, it I, it didn't feel like the camera guy was experiencing it with the crowd. And that's what I really wanted. Mm. You know? Sure. 
So then I felt like they hope it's just it was tough. But it's but it's also tough cuz it's like if he misses it then what's the point? I want him to semi miss it. That's part of it. Got you. I want him that's that's the whole aspect of it. It's the difference between a docu like a documentary and a full length feature. <laughs> just the lack of telling the camera guy. Yes. That's that's what makes I think that's the raw part. I don't think people want to see robots dude no and i think that's what television is yeah you know at least the feedback i get and i know that's the quality of stuff that i like i gravitate towards stuff that feels like i'm i'm an active observer in the room with them yeah i enjoy that i i get it i get it that's me as much as it was a good idea i think that you're right the execution could have been a little different i wish it would have been I, i if we were gonna produce things i think there's a better way to produce it than that like for example i think if we would have done a demonstration of how to fake kick someone in the nuts mm-hmm. that would have played better than what we did mm-hmm. i think the skit was meant to throw everyone a wrench into everybody and not expect it and i want the cameraman to not be expecting it too yeah that's me yeah um so it is what it is I mean, we're learning every day but we're really trying to go out there so um at 12 30 we're throwing in the green room we're we're getting on we're going live and we're just having a random conversation. And then um, usually by 12.50, we're walking into the podcast. We're making sure we're doing our final sound check. We're making sure everything's red and rolling, mm-hmm. right? Correct. And then we just dive into it. That usually goes to about 1 o'clock. Uh, I mean, that starts around 1. We try to make it. We usually, by the time one forty-five rolls around, we try to wrap it up. Um, we'll have uh, the picture with in front of the local 219 graphic. And then by 2 to 3 o'clock, usually the guest is out of the house. Sure. Right? It kind of goes in between. Some people got to get out of here right away. Some people hang out. I'm all for both. Yeah. Um, but that's just the beginning of our day, of, of, of that podcast right. post-production. Right. So then you've got to send, which sends our, our video producer into a cave for about 48 hours to come up with the teaser you're seeing today, right? Mm-hmm. And then it takes you about an hour and a half to... Yeah, depending on the podcast, somewhere between an hour to three hours to edit. To edit. Yeah. And when we say edit, we're not talking about editing. No, I'm... Well, I mean, sometimes I have to cut some stuff out and sometimes when you, I have to when fix... When you cut stuff out? I've no, I mean, I remember one time you've cut stuff out. I, I mean, I've cut stuff out of a bunch of them. Anytime somebody says something that they don't have in there or you can't have in there. Like that one time the kid gave his address... Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I've had to cut that out. I bet you it's happened more than I, I think. So or, I, or when I have to cut the for the according to Allen's to find the clip to put it into the front, and then I have to go back and fix the edit. Gotcha. Yeah, so I mean it happens, but I just don't bore you with the details. I just do it. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Keep that going. Um, and so that's kind of how that day is. So we really, by the time we release this podcast on Friday, we're going to the finish line. I mean, it's it's a race all the way to that point. Mm-hmm. And so that, while we're doing that, it's taking away our time to be able to create other things during that time period. And so for those five weeks, now we can say we're losing that project mm-hmm. for five weeks. We can really sit down to think about how we can make it the best thing ever 
more so than we're doing now because we're living in the moment a lot right now. Right. You know, and so it's a, it gives us a chance to plan and it gives us a chance to free up some of our time to get some stuff in the can, which means taped, edited, and ready to be just released when Correct. you want it to. So that's really why that five-week hiatus is important. And if you are, have been a fan of ours since the beginning, which like guys like Joe Marinero have been, mm-hmm. right? And he's been following us the entire time. Um, he, I mean, he'll, I'm sure he can relate that we had one retooling already. I would consider this phase three. Sure. For us. Sure. Phase one was Josh and I <clears throat> yep. for about two months. And then we ended the podcast. Our last podcast was around cr- right by, uh, a week or two before Christmas. Yep. That was the Provecho guys. And we went on a break after that. Nick and Chris went on about a four-week break, and we hit the ground running in that next next 20 episodes. So that's how many we've done since January, is we've done 20 weeks in a row. Right. Yeah. So... Um, that's why we need that break. So I know a lot of people have been asking us, and I've been trying to explain it, but then people are like, wow, you're taking five weeks off? It's like, we're not taking five weeks off. No. We're just taking five weeks off of that podcast. Just that one, because some stuff needs to be restructured, and some stuff needs to be, there's a whole aspect of figuring out the shots and everything. It's all stuff that we have to work out, and that we, yeah. we need time to do it. Well, and it's like, you know, there's times where we're doing so much things in the moment, like uh, the the trailers that we've been using for Talk Local, mm-hmm. we've been knocking those out, doing those, doing those, doing those. And then one day, uh, Jameson was just like, do you think we should maybe do it like this? And we're like, I don't know, try it. And then it's like, we should have been doing that the entire time. Right. So it's like, that helps. You right. Know? right. And our, our staffing really is getting bigger. We're looking for a few uh, roles right away, I can promise. Um, but yeah, so there's that. That's good. Yeah. So um, that's pretty much all I have. But we still plan on bringing you the According to Alan, as far as I know. Yeah, I think we should, because I think that uh, at least a lot of people I know are kind of going through similar circumstances with having a kid. Right. And so I'd like to at least document that whole experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this this segment is not going anywhere. It's just the talk local for those who are listening that you yeah, will not we'll keep you releasing hear that these. We'll yeah. keep releasing these. So you'll still have content from us. Don't worry. Alan and Josh will be here for your weekly needs. Yes. <laughs> so did you want to get into your? Uh, did you want to get into your uh, Josh explains movies? Okay. Yeah. So here's here's my thought process. It, I think it makes sense to do it, but only when it's topical. Okay. So I wanted to explain Deadpool. Okay. So I've only seen this movie one time. Right. And I wasn't a huge fan. Sure. I mean, I know that you don't really, you're not a huge comic book in general movie fan. No. Like you kind of steer away from the Marvel stuff and and whatnot. So yeah, understandable, Mm -hmm. understandable. But I figured because it makes sense with the second one coming out. Yep. Um, and you have seen it at least once. I've seen it once. Okay. And my biggest critique with uh, superhero movies is that there's a lot of people I know that can kind of get lost and see it as a reality. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I too overexposed the production, but I just see it as a bunch of just overexpensive graphics. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to really buy into the storylines where people are like, they know every detail. Right. And they know, I, I just don't care. See, I'm not quite that person. Like, I, I, so both of my brothers are. They love comic books and they can tell you all the lore from all the different sure. people and this and that. And I've kind of dove into it a little bit just so I can try to have a conversation with them. Just so I could, you know, try to be on some sort of page with them. But uh, you're totally full of shit. You have Darth Vader on your calf. 
Yeah, but I, this <laughs> the literally the banner that's going underneath of it says family first. I got this tattoo for both my brothers. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, so it's like I'm not a super huge Star Wars nerd, but they are, and I'm trying to relate with them. Okay. Is that so... I mean, it's Anyways. intense to get this to Darth Vader because a lot of people are going to see your Darth Vader tattoo and be like, oh, you're a big Star Wars guy? Yeah. And you're just going to play it off like you're a huge Star Wars fan? Well, I mean... And you are a big I Star am, Wars fan. I am. I love Star Wars, but I don't know everything. Not like not like they do. You know, they could tell you the name of all the different planes and like every... I have... I'm, I have no idea. Gotcha. But, um... So, Deadpool. Um, I know we were talking earlier before the podcast started and you asked me a question why is deadpool all burnt up no that was the question that was asked today i would just i would just talk about the just go to the movie just explain the movie just explain the movie okay so to understand why this movie like was a success is you have to first understand deadpool so okay. i i know that in the comics this was one of those characters that was like super vulgar and even in the comics, he breaks the fourth wall and, like, talks to the person reading the comic book. Does that make sense? Yep. So that's why it, it worked in the movie. So he's breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Which and I, he's I, I, I'm vulgar sure. and he's funny and for he's most funny. people. He's hilarious, right. Yep. So you have to bring it back to the very beginning. It starts off where this guy's kind of like a bounty hunter that's paid. Um, but he's paid to, like, either, like, kill people or or uh like hurt people based off of like uh so it starts off in the beginning where this girl's getting like harassed by the pizza guy did you you remember that scene harassed by the pizza guy so a little bit yeah so anyways this girl like pretty much pays him to go and scare the shit out of him so that that guy doesn't stalk her anymore so that's like the one of the opening scenes from the movie okay um so as he gets, there's like this underground bar where these people go to get their their bids where they're getting paid. And that's where T.J. Miller is the bartender. Correct. Okay. Correct. T.J. Miller, the bartender. So he goes down there and that's where he meets, uh, I can't even remember her name, but the hooker that becomes his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> or if, uh, escort, I'm sorry. Here we go. <laughs> if, if for the, never mind. But anyways... Uh, so he meets her, and they fall into some sort of relationship, and then uh, he ends up getting sick, like cancer, some sort of tumor or something, and he's got, like, weeks left to live, and there's nothing the doctors can do, and uh, he's, like, telling the, uh, they have the, the Deadpool list up on the, it's like people, you bet on who's going to die next. Yeah, I don't know if you ever played that game with, like, celebrities. Yeah, F kill, what is it? I don't know. F date kill? Something like that. But like yeah. literally it's like, okay, I got a hundred bucks on this guy's dying next. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's like a there's odds, there's a payout, whatever. Oh, you're actually talking about betting on death. Betting on death. Okay. Yeah. That's I know a different s- thing. I know some people do it with celebrities. Like it's a real thing. Like okay. you're like, Oh, I bet you Hugh Hefner's gonna die next. Or okay. whoever whoever it is. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But these guys were betting on like the bounty hunters that all worked at that place on who was gonna die next. Uh, the dead, the it was the dead, the Deadpool is pretty much how he got his name. Gotcha. But um, so he's got this cancer, and he goes down there, and uh, this guy's like, "Hey, I could fix it. I can make you 100 percent better again. You just got to trust me." 
and he's like, he's like, I'm not charging you for it or anything. It's like, I, you just got to come with me, and I could fix it. <clears throat> so he goes back home, and in the middle of the night, he leaves his girlfriend and uh, doesn't tell her where she, where he's going. He just leaves and then goes to that guy, and he's got it like him like strapped up to uh, a table, and they're like experimenting on Who's him. him? I can't remember the guy's name. It's the bad guy. It's the villain from the movie. Okay. But I don't remember what his name is. Like, even in the movie. Or the actor. I'm, I'm awful. <laughs> I'm just going based so, off of what I remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so, so I have a faceless person. Oh, what's his name? Oh, hold on. I can remember. I can remember. It's funny. It's a funny name. It's, uh, it's like Swiffer. Not Swiffer. It's a... Uh, God damn it. It'll come to me. So I'll keep oh going. And ho- hopefully it comes to me. So can you just rewind for the like, and just tell me what the next, in just one sentence, where, take me back to where we are. Okay. So uh, real quick, um, Bounty Hunter um, got super sick. Now he's getting worked on by the like Project X, like secret laboratory people. Okay. And the one of the guys there is the villain from the movie. Okay. Like for the rest of the movie. Forward. Okay, so they're both getting work done. And I don't remember his name, but I'm calling him Swiffer. Okay. <laughs> so Swiffer. Swiffer. And, and that's and, not it. And I know Deadpool it's not it. Okay. I, know, I know it's not Swiffer, but we're going, we're rolling fucking Swiffer from now on. So, uh, <laughs> so anyways, uh, is his name like Clint? No, it's Swiffer. It doesn't matter. Don't okay. even go okay. on the hold up there. Keep okay. going. So, so the whole place, so he gets all fucked up. He's, his whole body Swiffer. turned. No, no. Deadpool. Okay, okay. His whole body is all like nasty looking, and he gets like burnt to a crisp in that place too. Like, okay. The whole building collapses on him, and it's on fire. I do remember that. And he like stabs him through the chest with that rebar, and he's like stuck in the building till it burns down. So you, you know? just said he stabs him in the chest. He Sw- Swiffer stabs Deadpool in the chest okay, with, the re- gotcha, with the rebar. Gotcha. Yeah, correct. Um, <laughs> so so then, two pronouns. I don't know who which one's he. Right. So then gotcha. he gets out of it. Uh, he being Deadpool, they gotcha. he ends up getting out of the building, and then I don't remember how we get to this point, but now he's living with like that blind black lady in the apartment. Okay, um, which is super funny, and he's already Deadpool now. It makes sense that she's blind because he looks so as bad as he does. But uh, look at uh, you going going to second level on this. I think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting better at this shit. <laughs> I just needed a couple weeks off to really... That's what it was. That's it. That's what it is. So, all right. So, how, how do we get next? Uh, fucking Swiffer's the villain. So, we have... So, I got to get to the bridge fight scene. Because that's, like, one of the most iconic scenes from the movie. It's where he's sitting uh, on the top of the, like, overpass, right? Yeah. And he's, like, reading that book, you know? Like, he's got the little Deadpool coloring book, which is fucking funny. And um, Swiffer's driving with his... Uh, uh, all of his dudes in that line and uh, Deadpool jumps off and like kills everybody but he's only got the one clip you remember that part no where he's only got one clip of bullets he's like oh I only got 10 bullets and he's like counting down and he's like one or like, he's like I think he goes from 10 to one he's like 10 9 8 and then <laughs> one of them he like he like shoots him oh man what was I remember it? it was like totally miraculous like every shot was dot dead on right but there's this one dude that like I think shot him like in the leg or the dick or something and he's like 654 worth it <laughs> <laughs> like put three bullets into the one guy you're unbelievable Josh you're unbelievable <laughs> So that that's a funny line from that movie, but then he meets up with the X Men, like big metal guy. You remember him? No. 
So there's a big dude that's made out of metal. His name's Colossus. Okay. And then there's some like little punk girl with a bad attitude, and I don't remember her name. Harley Quinn. Nope, but it could be. <laughs> Who knows? I think that's a different universe, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> from this point forward, we'll call her Harley Quinn. No, okay. No, 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 Sounds it's not good. Harley Quinn. Her name is, doesn't matter. She's not. We're not going to talk about her much, anyways. So they. As a team, the big metal guy, the little punk girl, and Deadpool. Now they're grouped up as a team. They're the X-Force or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves. And uh, they have to go fight Swiffer, which is not his real name, but he's got to go fight Swiffer because Swiffer stole Deadpool's hooker girlfriend. Gotcha. From the beginning of the It all comes down to a girl. It always comes down to a girl. He's got her locked up now. Oh, boy. Yep, yep. So what happens? So now, now... Deadpool's going person to person, literally killing everybody to try to figure out where Swiffer is. Okay. Because he's got to go find the chick. Sure. Right? Uh, they end up... And, and Swiffer's got people with him, too. He's got two sidekicks that also have powers. So it's like, that's why Deadpool's got to get the other guys on his team, because he one versus three isn't fair. So he kind of evens the odds a little bit. One versus three isn't fair. Right. You Swiffer's, lost me on Swiffer's that. got two two like sidekicks with them that also have powers. Gotcha. So that's why he needed to get the friends from the from okay. from the X Men to help him. Okay. Um, so now it's a fair fight. It makes like it a little Warriors more even. Rockets. It makes it a little more even. And okay. like the the chick has like like supersonic powers. That's the guy that's the chick that's on Deadpool's team. Gotcha. She likes like I don't know if it's like screaming or if she like hits the ground and like shit goes everywhere. I don't remember, but. <laughs> Who was doing like, that again? You just jumped into that. The chick. Even, the chick that's on Deadpool's team. So you got the big okay, metal guy. Okay, big metal guy. And you got the, the little chick. The little punk chick. Okay. Yep. The punk chick is the one that's like supersonic. That might, might, even might be her name, supersonic. Something like that. Mm. But uh, so do you remember the scene at the end where they're fighting on the boat? No. Okay, so there's a giant like like shipyard boat okay. with big metal containers. Mm-hmm. And uh, the girl... That's Deadpool's the hooker uh, escort girlfriend. Okay, nice. Is on top of the boat inside this like glass container locked up, and Swiffer's up there, and then one of his sidekicks is up there, the chick that uh, that's on Swiffer's team that's like super strong. So they've got so Swiffer's got a a chick and a, a big chick guy sidekick. Too. Yeah. So they're go. It's kind of like three. It's like the exact same teams going against each other, but right. one's led by a villain, one's led by a good guy. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. I was gonna say so, you're telling me. <laughs> so, so Deadpool's. Uh, so she's on top of the boat, and it's a massive fucking boat. Okay. And he's like, he's, he's Deadpool's like, she's gonna do a superhero landing. She's gonna do a superhero landing, and she jumps down off of the boat and does the superhero landing right on the ground. And he's like, told you. That's another funny scene from the movie, but. <laughs> But anyways, now Colossus, the big metal guy, has got to fight that chick, and uh, she he doesn't under he doesn't know that she's strong right away. Okay. So so he walk up to her and he's like, I don't want to do this to you. And that chick just blows back and just unloads on him, and he just goes flying and like into the car. So he's like, All right, damn it, let's do this. Now thing. it's game time. So they're going at it, and uh, so where's all the rest of his team at this point? Up on top, still Deadpool's team. Deadpool's, uh, they're fight. There's like, there's also like henchmen with guns that are shooting at them, so they're like stuck behind a car while those two are fighting off to the side. Gotcha. So, um, Supersonic ends. Uh, uh, Can I ask you a question? Yeah, really quick. How do all these villains always get these henchmen? 
In all the movies. I don't know. How is that possible? I think in this one, he actually made all of the people that are... So, like, like Swiffer, it's not his name. I'm sorry, I'm butchering it, but... Good. Uh, he made, like, Deadpool. And okay. And he made his Because, like, Shredder had the foot soldiers. Right. Like, and if you're, like, a guy who's getting recruited, right? Like, how much sure. money would it take to fight for your life for Shredder? Or like, like, or like Vader had the stormtroopers. Yeah, like at what point, how much is a stormtrooper getting made to where it's like a real decision where they got to sit down with their families and be like, you know what? I'm willing to die for that guy. <laughs> right. You know? Like how much are they paying these how people? How much to- are the stormtroopers getting paid? How much is like the foot soldiers getting paid? I don't understand. And those like, at least in the, according to the movies, the turtles, like those foot soldiers were real people too. Yeah, and they're just getting slayed by them. Slayed. So it's like, how much money does it take to protect a guy that no one likes? Right. Versus somebody like Deadpool. And, like, you know that's what you're up against. Yeah. You and, know? like, I always thought about, like, even the same thing with, like, lethal weapons. Right? It's like, they're always going after this bad guy who's got a hundred bad guys. Right. Or, like, Bruce Willis in um, the, uh, the um, Not Die, Die Hard Die 3. Hard. Yeah. Or Die Hard 1, even. Yeah, any of the Die Why Hards. are they all about those terrorist groups? Is it because it's the, the mission? That's why those guys are all part of that? Like, at what point are you like, hey, this guy's a little nuts. He wants to just go take over a building and kill everybody. And they're just, like, all about it? Yeah. There's got to be some sort of kickback. Until you die. Because everyone dies. All those henchmen are always <laughs> oh, dead. Yeah. No matter what it is. And it's not even like it's close to being a no, fair fight. Like, no. One of these henchmen it's is like, not taking on. It's like, I shoot you on. ten times and you shoot back once and kill me. That's how all those fights go. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry to hijack no, that. I'm just interested in the henchman conversation. It's it's a valid point, Alan. It maybe it's maybe it's the flaw, the one flaw in all of movie. <laughs> That's not a sentence. Yeah, it is. Okay, I'll let it play. Go all for right. it, dude. So uh, we get to the point. Um, so say this, okay? Let's go. Uh, I don't want to jump off this really quick. Yeah. Say I'm a mass murderer. Okay. Okay. And I am. Uh, I'm in need of some henchmen. Right, but where, I, where are you going? So, how much would it take for you to kill people for me and then risk your own life? Yeah, it's got to be stupid money. Stupid money. Stupid right? money. Stupid. E- each money. one of these guys has got to be a millionaire. B- billionaire. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because they're, like, they're not employing one person. No, they're employing an entire army of people. No, I'm saying each one of the henchmen has got to be a millionaire for it to right. be worth it. You gotta, oh, like, you gotta pay I me a million dollars for me to go try to go do this. And is that by a tri- uh, by trial? Like, so if I need my if I need to go kill Bruce Willis, let's mm-hmm. say Bruce Willis, we we hate John McCain or yeah. whatever's it. John, what's his name? John. Yeah, that's from Die Hard. I John think McClain. Right. McClain. Could be an. L. So it's like you go out there and you're like, all right, we got John McClain to deal with. Josh, how much is it going to cost for you to go kill John McClain? Because maybe they're not thinking about being killed. No, they probably think they have a chance. But they don't. They don't. We don't have a chance against John McClane. We're fucked. No. No way. Yeah. Or Deadpool. I or mean, Deadpool. From that first bridge scene. Like, and these guys probably got to know each other, yeah. right? So let, 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 can we make a rule then? So, yeah. If the name of the movie is the guy you're trying to kill, don't try it. <laughs> don't try <laughs> Let's write if that down. If it's titled after him. If it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know who's going to win? You, probably fucking Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to be on the other side of the title or, of the movie. Or or if you if you saw the whole fucking bridge scene where he just killed all those dudes with like one gun. I'm good. Yeah. I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm out. I don't care how much. I'm never getting that money anyway. This is ending. No. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm uh you know what? You go find another henchman. <laughs> okay. Fuck that. Sorry to keep going. 
Uh, so, anyways, long story short, Deadpool ends up climbing up to the top of the thing, saving the girl, and uh, they end up like flying down. And you get to the end of the movie where the scenes come in, and you have the villain for the next movie, who is Cable, and he is a time traveling cowboy. Gotcha. So Swiffer's out for the next one. Swiffer, I think they killed Swiffer. I don't remember though. I think he died in that movie. Okay. Okay. And I think his name was Clarence or. I who think played him? You remember who played him? I couldn't even couldn't, tell you that. Can't even tell us who no, played him. No, okay. I'm the worst with actors. Like, <laughs> like remembering, remembering who is exactly. That's why this is awesome. What, is it Ryan? Not Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan is Reynolds Deadpool. is a Deadpool. Okay. Yep. yep. So let's see if I can pull this up really quick and see if we can get some uh, some IMDb here, so we can figure out who this guy is. Yeah, and give me a name because I called him Swiffer the entire time. Swiffer's a good one though. It was some sort of like thing that you can buy at a at a store, and that's what his name is. Okay, it's not. I don't think it's it's not Swiffer, but it's. Well, I think you did a great job explaining that movie, and so now for people who want to go see it, they at least have an idea what the first one was about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, I got close. I'm glad it came back. I, I'm not even going to tell people. They can they can tweet at us with who the, yeah. with the real villain. Let me is. know what that guy's name was. Uh, both real actor and in the movie, because I can't fucking remember. Cool. Um, cool. So, uh, great job on that. That was awesome. Thanks, buddy. I'm glad we brought that back. Maybe next week I'll do, because Solo's coming out, I'll do some sort of Star Wars cool. walkthrough. Can't wait to hear that. Are you going to do all six in one shot? No, I'll figure something out. Maybe I'll just do one that makes sense for Han Solo. I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. Well, it seems like he definitely shines in two, right? Yeah. yeah. The, uh, which one is that one? I know it's Star Wars, then it's the... Don't ask me to name them in order, because I always fuck it up. So Return of the Jedi is the second one? You could just lie to me. I would have no idea. Dude, I'm the worst at those movies. I know. Ask me to read... And it's like, it's you. only seven. I can't remember seven titles in order. I know. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, is that all you have for today? Yeah, I uh, I think so. We're at about 48 minutes, so let's okay. wrap it up. Cool. Well, uh, I'm getting hungry. I can tell, I'm sure you are, too. I'm down to go grab a little bite to eat, all if right. you are. Yeah. And uh, so, you want to let, yeah, I was going to say let people know where we're... we're uh, Thanks, Alan. Where we're coming from. I still get to do it. I haven't lost my position <laughs> well, yet. Well, now you brought it back because now I'm going to allow you to do more content again because you brought back the movie stuff. Good. You were out. You, you know what? Until I, you I, did it. But I had enough people outside saying, you know what? That was really funny. We should do it. It was awesome. It was aw- This was fun. I Good. enjoyed that. Good. Yeah. All right. So if you would like to find us, we're at Local 2 and 9 across all platforms, except for Twitter. We are at Local underscore 219. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel free to send us a message on any of those platforms. We will respond to you. And uh, if you don't feel like uh, messaging us or if you're not by social media for some reason, uh, you want to just send us an email. It's alan at local219.tv or josh at local219.tv. And uh, as Josh said, if you do send me an email, I will try my best to be responsive with those um, over the next seven days. But uh, if I don't, Mm -hmm. including all social media platforms, if for some reason I do not get back to you right away... um, I apologize, but I hope you have some form of understanding that uh, my life could be in the middle of just craziness. Sure. So, and I'll maybe try to do a, a keep an eye on some of the messages too for social media. So, cool for the next at least couple of weeks, just just so that we can at least see them. But we'll get back to you when we can. Awesome. Well, 
thanks Josh for being here. Thanks yeah. for doing everything yeah. you do. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, hope you have a great week. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you.